All right, welcome back to another episode of the New Era Nerds podcast. This is uh, going to be probably our biggest, most loaded episode topic-wise so far, Logan. Obviously, we're going to be going over and breaking down the latest episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the Star-Spangled Man. Uh, also, we have a bunch of other topics, but as always, I'm your host, Tommy. I'm here with my good friend, Logan, fellow nerd. Uh, before we get into it, our socials, Twitter and Instagram are at New Era Nerds Pod. I believe Pod is at the end there, right, Logan? You got it. And then TikTok is New underscore Era underscore Nerds. So go ahead, follow us on those. We like to post content and interact with you guys on there. So make sure you follow those. Uh, Logan, before we get started talking about this newest episode, some major Marvel news has come out. Uh, the continued delay of Black Widow release date is now July 9th, 2021. Uh, what are you thinking? Uh, it's a damn shame. Um, you know, I was really excited because, you know, I think she's a she she's a major player in the universe, obviously. And it's just it's it's sad to see that, you know, her solo movie keeps getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And I get it. It's a it's a it's a we're in you know, weird time right now, you know, we've never seen times like this. So um, it's definitely, mm -hmm. it's definitely odd, but you know, I understand and it stinks. Um, and I'm sure that they're just as depressed that they have to wait to, to bring it out. And, you know, I'm depressed that we don't have, you know, we don't have it right now, right now, right now, as we want, as we always do. Um, but yeah, um, it's, it is, it's, it was, it was sad to hear about when did that come out? What the 29th? Or did it, was that today? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, it came out the came out the 29th. Either way, either way, I don't. It, it wasn't one of those things that where I was just you know hit like a uh, hit like a pound hit with a pound of bricks, but uh, it definitely it definitely was a stinger. I mean, what do you what what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. At this point, we're kind of used to uh, this movie getting delayed, which really stinks. Um, it's, I think it's really interesting because as much as it stinks that obviously we want to see this movie, uh, I think Marvel, I mean, at this point we have to trust them and, and know what, what they're doing is right. I wonder how much of it is their call versus how much is Disney's call. Absolutely. Uh, I wonder how much of the continued pushback is because of how well received things are on Disney plus how well received, uh, WandaVision was and how well falcon and winter soldier is going um i it makes me wonder what connections if any will be in that movie to these shows so uh i don't know if that has anything to do with it at the end of the day like yes it stinks but i mean i trust i trust uncle kevin feige to make the right <laughs> choices i don't always trust the mickey mouse guy i don't really trust him the most to make these decisions seems to be doing okay so far yeah, he's doing all right. One of the other important things, though, is that it's getting released on Disney Plus as well as movie theaters. So I think with how well these shows are doing show Disney that, hey, even if we do release this, there's enough of these nerdy people that love this shit so much that they'll spend <laughs> 30 bucks to watch this movie. And absolutely. I'm absolutely one of them. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably try and rent a movie theater to go get that experience because we could do that in Ohio. Um yeah, I mean, we're used to getting delayed, so oh well. 
Yeah, we've been waiting on this since when, uh, what was it, December of 2020? Was the original slate date for it, or was that? I believe I, I believe it was like November. Oh, that's right. Okay, so I was, well, that I, I hesitated to say that because I thought WandaVision was uh, originally supposed to be November of 2020, but um, I think you're right. I think it was, I think it was, um, Black Widow that was slated for for that month but yeah and to kind of piggyback off of your point I think and you know I kind of just mentioned it a few minutes ago I think Disney's done a fantastic job Um, I I, and like you said I trust I trust what they're doing with how well that they've taken over some of our favorite topics to talk about on the show and you know Mm -hmm. took them and ran with them I mean in in terms of Star Wars uh, now that you know you could go one of two ways with that because there's been a couple Star Wars um there's been a couple Star Wars titles in the past, you know, some three, hiccups or years, three, four years that I really didn't care for. Um, yeah. But, uh, it, you know, that's neither here nor there. The Mandalorian was a fantastic movie. I thought Rogue One was a fantastic movie. So, yeah, it, Disney Disney's doing Disney's doing a good job. And, you know, I thought uh, and I, obviously Marvel, the one we talk about most on this show. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I think they're I think they're headed the right direction. And I'm, I'm excited to see where they take it next. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, also, I mean, this movie's still going to make a billion dollars, honestly. So, <laughs> oh well. no problem with like, with, with yeah. these. Uh, yeah, I may realize that, so they're cool with it. But yeah. yeah, let's get into the let's get into the episode. What uh, what were your initial thoughts? Um, okay, I can tell you right now. Uh, as I mentioned to you briefly before the show, Johnny Walker stinks. Johnny Walker is a Scotch brand, and I don't trust yep. any American we with the name like- Johnny Walker. You know this what I mean? is an anti-John Walker podcast. Fuck <laughs> Absolutely, that fuck that guy. Um, but yeah, uh, I well, I I think I think his character is brilliant though. Um, I you know I love his character. Uh, I think his character is really cool. Um, he's you know witty. Uh, he's got the background uh, to you know mm-hmm. to be the guy. So yeah, I, I mean, wh- wh- where do you where does he fall for you? I mean, how do you feel about him? Yeah, I obviously like I don't like him he's not he's not not my cap hashtag not my cap uh i i don't think he's a good guy and i think this episode for the most part wanted us to believe that he is until the very end uh when he says well then stay the hell out of my stay way i think that's the where he's gonna go because i think the episode did a really good job of like being like damn you know what he is kind of funny. He had decent one-liners and yeah. look, obviously that's going to be an impossible job to fill Captain America. And Duh. like, yeah, no one, no one could really do that. So, you know, you kind of, they make you feel a little bit of empathy for him throughout the episode. And then oh, yeah. boom, he's just, oh, he's such an asshole though. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> so, and it just, it, you hate to see it. Um, mm-hmm. But he, here's where I kind of differ from that opinion. And I think, I think, I think the comment stay of the hell out of my way was definitely a setup for troubles that they're going to see with him. Now it is a short, yep. it is a short show. You do have right. a lot of arcs that can't be fully explained and all this stuff. But I think, I think at some right. point, I think it's, I think it's just going to, I think we're digging a little too deep. And I think, well, I think I was digging a little too deep 
early on uh, with with the uh, new cap. Um, and mm-hmm. I think it's going to end up being those three versus the flag smashers. Honestly, I do. Um, I think that they're going to they're going to end up liking him because they have to. Bucky and Sam have to get that shield at some point. So whether yeah, we see it in the trailer. Yeah, you know, so we can you we can argue you know how they get it. And, you know, it could be a matter of they you know have to take down John Walker and you know hashtag not my cap and then steal the shield away from him. Or you know, there's a possibility that he just gives it to them because we have this. Mm-hmm. We have it's it's a, we've got an odd setup at this point. We've got what looks to be two separate antagonists going on. So, you know, uh, well, honestly, like, obviously, this is a spoiler show. The end of the episode, we have Zemo come in, too. So, like, we might have three antagonists, Zemo, Flag Smashers (laughs) and John Walker. Which is an interesting dynamic. Different things, which um, I don't know if you caught the line, but when the Flag Smashers were trying to escape on the plane, they said, uh, like, the, the name of the guy who's coming. It was like the power power yeah. some yep, power yep, something yep. he so he in the comics and geez if this show is going to pull in four antagonists that's nuts <laughs> uh but like in the comics he actually gave uh john walker and battlestar their powers he's kind of like this evil scientist type uh, kind of guy okay. so those two aren't in the comics aren't humans they're they're advanced people super soldiers okay. uh he also oh. gave in the comics powers to the the guy on the cell phone who's kind of been falcon's assistant that guy takes up the helm of being the falcon when falcon becomes captain america Uh, so the power guy that they're talking about also gave him powers in the comics but that guy with the cell phone the live streamer he seems to be pretty nice so i don't know if he's going to get into any shady stuff maybe he might maybe him getting his ass kicked will change things uh We'll see, though. Oh, absolutely. But all of that kind of brings us to the main theme of this specific episode, and that's what are the Flag Smashers stealing? What are they doing with it? Uh, what What is going on with them? Because we got a lot of them this episode. Yeah, well, and there's, a, there's, a, there's lot a lot more. There's a lot of false connections. So there's the scene. They they steal these. They're labeled vaccines, yep. which hit a little, a little hard to home these days. Yeah. Uh, Falcon and... Falcon and Bucky try to go go stop it. They think there's a hostage. They find out really quick when they try to fight them that they're they're juiced up on something. These are not normal That's people. That's no hostage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and one uh, thing I did notice is is uh is and I, I I have this written down and I you know, I kind of underlined it is they're not invincible. So we do know that right. Um, right. you know, when the, I, I think he was unnamed kind of goes and he's the, he's the distraction so that the plane can take off and the flag smashers are, you know, taken off in the plane. Um, you know, we see him get shot up and it looks like he dies. So, you know, right. they're not, in, they're not invincible. We see Cap, we see John Walker in, in that semi-truck fight, shoot one of them. Yeah. And he's very clearly affected by it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, um, but it's just to say though, the super soldier serum doesn't make you invincible. We see true. we saw Captain America get hurt all the time. Oh yeah. In in Winter Soldier, in the the very end fight, uh, Bucky shot him. So. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I wasn't necessarily saying that it was you know I it, because of you know we think because I think Cap's you know obviously he's not invincible, but it was just mm-hmm. a, it seemed as though 
that they were, you know, kind of superhuman. So I just figured it was good to, it was good to uh, just kind of include and see that, okay, well, you can kill them, I guess, you know, there's a way to kill them. Um, mm-hmm. But well, maybe not Carly Morgan thought we don't know, um, you right. know, a little nod to Carl, but uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I think it's cool that, you know, it's, you know, Carl Morgenthal from the comics. I did. I do know that from reading up on it a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. It is cool to see him, you know, represented by a girl. I think that's I just think they could have, you know, and it was one of those things where we can make this role anything we really want it. And they made it, you know, right. It's also cool that they turn him, Carl, the Flag Smasher into a group of people, too. So they really adapted it to what they wanted. So that was cool. Absolutely. Uh, that scene, though, so they steal the vaccines. Falcon and Bucky go try to rescue. They get their asses kicked. Uh, New Cap, John Walker, and Battlestar flying off the helicopter. And mm-hmm. you think they're going to save the day, but they end up getting their asses kicked <laughs> to them pretty, pretty, pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, so what did, with that whole scene, and then it just leads into the Flag Smashers loading it up on the plane and, and getting away, going to, to a refugee. Yeah. What what do you think that that's all about? Do you think those are vaccines? Do you think, you know, they're trying to portray them as bad, but maybe they are yeah. just really trying to help people? What, exactly. What do you think about it? Well, and we know that there, we know that, you know, they mentioned that, you know, there's they have a bunch of these little camps that they, you know, hang out, hang out in. And, uh, you know, Falcons, um, Falcons, a little, uh, you know, mole knowledge is, just, you know, he's got his phone in the first episode and. uh you know, he, he flashes above the cafe that they're in and there's the handprint on the wall. So I think it's demarcated by that. But they mentioned that they have a bunch of little hideouts and little hidey holes that they go to. I think mm-hmm. those are refugee camps. I think those were I think they actually stole vaccines because we know that the yeah. flag smasher or the flag smashers are, you know, an anti-nationalist, you know, borderless country, you know, no borders um, mm-hmm. kind of radical one, one planet one people exactly you know, so, which so, honestly kind of a sick tagline yeah dude they're you know they're they're you know they're just they're just radical uh freedom fighters basically is the best way mm-hmm. to describe them. Uh, you know i think it's cool uh yeah. another thing oh yeah no let's let yeah go ahead what do you think on that how, you know how do you feel about that what's your opinion i yeah so when i first watched the episode i was in the boat of those aren't vaccines. That's super soldier serum. Uh, I don't think that's true anymore. I think they are actually just doing what they're saying that they're doing. I think Marvel's just portraying them as bad guys. Uh, but I think they are just trying to fight for a cause. Like they said, help people that weren't blipped. Uh, they said everyone came back and now people only care about the people that were blipped and it's just kind of bad living for, for those that weren't. So I think that's actually the case. Um, I don't know what that vaccine would be or anything like that. Uh, but they're, they're obviously super soldiers. They said it about 50 times in the episode. I think that <laughs> that's confirmed. So yeah. then the question is, where is that super soldier serum? Yeah. So uh, they, they so I started wondering, so here's where I'm going with it. Okay. And someone, someone gave it to him. We don't know yet. I guess we're going to find out. Uh, but I think I think Battlestar and John Walker also have it. Uh, and here's why I think that, because in John Walker's initial interview, the lady started talking about like how insane all his tests were. And he seemed pretty uncomfortable about it. He cut it off right away. Uh, we see him training with the shield, just throwing it like he was like he was Steve Rogers. Yeah. Um, 
And then the other thing that I think is that similar to how in uh, what what was the the second one? Yes, w- Winter Soldier. Yeah. How Nick Fury paid uh, your your MMA guy, the Leaper, to steal oh, that yeah. ship. George and then he also yeah. had his own team go in and save it to make him look good. I think there might be a similar thing going on here, like someone in the U.S. government funding this group, uh, supplying them with things that they need to to get their movement going, so that this new Captain America can can get some groundwork and really get his name out there. Something like that, maybe. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, there's a lot of ways it could go. If there's a ton of ways it could go, and one of the ways that I like that it's going. Um, if you recall, episode was episode one our our Falcon Winter Soldier predictions, or was episode two our Falcon Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier predictions? It was episode, episode two. two. Okay, I made a well. You know, we were just kind of guessing who we would see. Isaiah Bradley. Mm-hmm. That was yep. one name that we threw out there, and it appears as though. We have the first, uh, you know, we have the first Captain America, the original Captain America. You know what I mean? So, um, what? Mm-hmm. yeah. So do you know his backstory? So I know a little bit of it. Um, I know that they created him before that they created Cap, probably because they wanted to do they. It was because they wanted to do tests on black soldiers first. Correct. Yep. OK. Yeah. His, his backstory is actually pretty, pretty intense, pretty sad and that we're we're obviously going down that road with the show which is great because oh absolutely i don't i don't think a lot of people realize how big of like a civil rights activist stan lee was when he wrote all these comics yeah, so exactly. race was yeah race was always a huge part of the comics and his whole story about how they took 300 uh black soldiers to test the super soldier serum on um I forget what city it was and what it was based on, but it was actually uh, based on the U.S. government giving fake vaccines to uh, black people that had, um, I think, like syphilis or gonorrhea or something, some sort of disease. I I don't know the exact ones, but they were giving them a false uh, vaccine uh, just to study study the long term effects. Tuskegee. uh, I I believe it was the Tuskegee experiments. Um, Mm -hmm that is so so does he have does he is is that where he's kind of tied in as is into that kind of thing and he's and if so i mean it's awesome that uh that you know marvel is getting that deep and dark into you know american history and you, uh-huh. know, the, you know the secrets because not a lot of people know who the tuskegee airmen were um they right. were given they were given syphilis and then, like you said they were given fake vaccines for it and yeah. um, and I think it's super cool that Stan Lee wrote that a superhero was born because of, you know, so, you know, I guess it's yeah, it's it wasn't an, it's an ode to the dark side of, you know, America's, you know, America's history and how the relations with African-Americans, which I think is super cool. Yeah, it's not a direct tie, but it's just strongly based off of it. Uh, they were just testing gotcha. the super serum on like a. A group of 300 black soldiers most of them died there was a group of like four or five of them that that okay. survived uh they sent them in on a couple of missions he ended up being the only one that survived all of them uh and then he, he had like one final mission because whatever strain of serum they gave him was clearly the right one yeah uh so he had one final mission 
And essentially it was a suicide mission to go in and like, not, I, I forget exactly what it was, but essentially a suicide mission. So he took the America, uh, the Captain America suit because Steve was in the ice at this time. Yep. Um, I think his mission was actually to just kill Hitler. Uh, <laughs> but but he's, he stole the Captain America suit, wore it on the mission, and then it was like publicly known that like Captain America did this, but the the government was so upset that he did it because they didn't want the public to see Captain America as a black man. Oh, yeah. uh, that's what they put him in life in prison for. And we see he talks about that in the show. Oh, yeah. And then he talks about how how they continued to do tests on him, how Hydra got into his cell and Hydra did their own tests on him, which is also a nod to how Hydra got their hands on super, yeah. super soldier serums and, and things like that. And one thing that I really want to see out of that is I want to see a flashback of his and Bucky's fight where apparently he just rips off half of Bucky's arm. <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, you know, and, and that was, you know, he Isaiah obviously knows Bucky from Bucky's Hydra days. And um, mm-hmm. so it, it's I hope to see, you know, at least him more because and like you said, I want to see I want to see that fight scene. I think that'd be a hell of a fight scene to watch is when he rips it out, you know, and he said, I ripped, you know, I ripped that thing half off to see it grew back. I thought that was awesome. You yeah. know, it was just a little. Yeah. It was cool. cool. Cool line. Um, well, I guess, I mean, that's all I have. Do you have any, uh, any other things you'd like to say about, you know, episode two? Um, I think that they did uh, a really good job of like, just conti- pushing the story along. Nothing, nothing of this was stagnant. Um, I didn't particularly like the special effects on the semi-truck fight for whatever okay. reason. It didn't, it looked a little weird to me, not just not as tight as the the first opening fight scene oh, in episode one. But you know what? I'll let bygones be bygones. They're <laughs> they're moving the story along. They're they're having multiple different story story avenues to go with. Yeah. Uh, and that's really cool. Along with Isaiah Bradley comes his his grandson, Elijah, who ends up being Patriot on the Young Avengers. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see if. Uh, I don't think they're going to develop him at all. I think it was just an introduction to him. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, was planning the seed for the future. Uh, that young Avengers team that he's on, it's like him. Uh, it's actually Wiccan and Speed. So Scarlet Witch's kids, yep. uh, Ant-Man's daughter, Hawkeye's daughter, Spider-Man. Cool. Yeah. So pretty cool team. And then we've already seen three of them now. Well, five actually, because Spider-Man and Ant-Man's daughter. and oh, All of them. We saw yep. Hawkeye's daughter too. Yep. So. We've officially been introduced to the whole team, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, it'll be interesting if they develop him at all. Uh, At the end, we see Zemo. I thought there was a huge X-Men Magneto nod to him playing chess. I don't know if all the bad guys are playing chess, if that's just a thing for for bad guys. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, It'll be interesting to see where they they want him to take them. I think we're going to go to Magipore next episode. Um... But yeah, I'm excited to keep it moving. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I I, I agree. I, I echo I echo all of those sentiments. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I one more. You know, I guess I'll close with. I think it's cool that you know we're getting two sidekicks that are you know not struggling with each other to be the hero. You know what I mean? 
So they're kind of, you know, on equal playing fields because, you know, Falcon's not interested in being the hero, neither is Bucky, but, you know, they're they're being thrust into being heroes <laughs> at this point. I think, right? Um, I, I and you know, there's there's no hero struggle between the two, but they're going to end up, well, you know, being the heroes, you know, from you know the side being the sidekicks. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's all I got on that. Um, what else? Bring on like episode to... three. Yeah, bring on episode three. We're ready. All right. So we are having an official first time shift in content live on the episode. And we are dabbling for the first time into some Star Wars content. Absolutely. We love to be here. We officially got the release of the Bad Batch trailer. So the spinoff of the Clone Wars, the last season, the group of defective clones that have desirable, air quotes, qualities uh, that make them just really badass soldiers. Uh, they all have special abilities. This show is set to release May 4th. Uh, on Disney Plus, and I think it's going to be the same thing, just a weekly episode type deal. Uh, the trailer looked looked sweet. Uh, just from the trailer, what what are your reactions? Your thoughts? Uh, I uh, I literally wrote down in my when I you know I was you know why I kind of busted out my phone when I first you know found out that the trailer was 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 out and we we're ready for the final trailer, I guess, right? Because there's been like teasers dropped and stuff for it. Um, uh, this won't be the final trailer. This is the first official. First official. Okay, that's right. Okay, so uh, I wrote down my notes, underlined, stoked, in parentheses, duh. Um, I, yeah. we, we saw some people. Uh, we saw some interesting people in it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, again, and it's going to be like Clone Wars who want development stories. I have a feeling that this is going to be another one. Um, it's just going to mm-hmm. be, you know, kind of a kind of a background development for what Star Wars is shifting into and changing into in their new, you know, phase of content. Um, obviously, after nine yeah. movies, you know, we need they're they're now shifting into kind of the same thing that I guess Marvel is, um, but Star Wars being the older. Uh, but yeah, we're we're seeing a lot of those side characters that are super badass that are that appear in movies for five ten minutes and then they're gone. Or it's like people, it's people like ah- Ahsoka who we haven't seen a ton in movies. Right. And Every films. time you see her, you want more. Exactly, and she's a total badass. And we finally got her like main screen, uh, you know, screen time in the Mandalorian. But now, however, if you're a you know kind of a even avid star Wars fan and you, you know, you ingest, digest the content, you know, you'd know that in clone Wars, she's a huge part of clone Wars. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you get, you get to know side characters with shows like this. And that's what I love about them so much. And so that was kind of my first reaction was thank God we get another cartoon star Wars because uh, clone mm-hmm. Wars just, just ended pretty recent, not pretty recently, I guess, but uh, they just ended recently. Um, and I think that was the last season. Correct. Yeah, that was the last, okay. that was the official last season of Clone Wars, which just tied everything into how it connected to episode three. <laughs> exactly. Um, which, which was really cool. There's yeah. also, just really quick on that, there's a really cool YouTube video you can check out that merges the last season of Clone Wars and the movie episode uh, three together and just puts it all out in timeline uh, order. And it's a really, really cool watch. It's It's long, it's really long, but <laughs> if you break it up into like, two separate movies then it's really cool oh absolutely well and and so now and i think that they did 
they did really well with timing with that. Obviously, they knew what they were doing, but, you know, we get the end of Clone Wars, um, and then, you know, we get, um, and then, you know, we know that that is the, you know, the prelude to Revenge of the Sith, and then Mm -hmm. directly after that, we get Obi-Wan Kenobi, which we know is set 10 years post Revenge of the Sith. So I, I, you know, I think, I think that's, that's super, that's super interesting, but you know, we've got a lot on Obi-Wan Kenobi coming up. So let's just stick to Bad Batch. Uh, One of those side characters that uh, I was super excited to see was Fennec Shand. Uh, She's a total badass. Uh, Is that how you say her name? That's how you say her name, right? Uh, that's how I've been saying it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And you know, she, she's, she's not gotten a ton of, uh, she's not gotten a ton of screen time. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to see her, uh, any, uh, any guy, any people that you saw in the trailer that you're, um, stoked to see on the, see on the screen. Yeah. So I, even just from this little trailer, I'm so pumped for this show. Uh, when I saw, when I saw the bad batch for the first time in, the Clone Wars season seven, they were really mm-hmm. cool. Just this awesome enhanced special ops clones. And I love the clones. I loved all the, the episodes of Clone Wars where you really get to know the clones. I thought that was really cool. Uh, I did kind of have a little bit of enough of them in Clone Wars because I really wanted to focus on the Ahsoka Anakin story. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I'm glad that they get their own show to really just give us more of that really cool action and then there's some like you said some really cool characters uh it's they're they're bringing rex he's going to be back in Catch so rex, baby which means that this show is going to be taking place very very soon after episode three and oh, these yeah. clones all have uh their inhibitor chips which makes them execute order 66 these clones don't have that or they removed it so it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with that and what exactly they're out doing, what their, their new purpose is. Oh, yeah. uh, one of my predictions is that since we are getting Fennec in here uh, at this time, I think we're going to see a very young Boba Fett in his armor and stuff. Hell yeah. Because we're also going to be getting more Boba Fett at the end of the year. We already saw him in Mandalorian. And also a little fun fact is that a deleted scene from episode seven of the clone wars actually had a scene with young boba fett in his mandalorian armor uh doing a like a cowboy western style duel with cad bane the one of the main bounty hunters from clone wars uh so the developers have had thoughts of bringing him into clone wars Mm -hmm. i think now is going to be an interesting time to see that uh so i think we're going to see him too and there's also been some pretty cool theories which i you know, I, I don't know if I want to go there, but it'd be cool if we see it. I don't think we will, but they're saying that the Bad Batch might be might be the crew that rescued Grogu from the Jedi Temple. Oh, OK. So we're getting a kind of little a uh, little before the Mandalorian kind of look. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. OK. Yeah. The show's going to take place right after episode three. So, yeah. So te- uh, I, I believe it was 10 years is what is what I saw. Um, that, that's Kenobi. Oh, that's Kenobi. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 sorry, right. Sorry, sorry. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, so, oh, I totally, I totally lost my train of thought. No, it's all good. All Terrible. good. Terrible. Keep yeah, the going. trailer, Keep we going. see, we see them go to Kamino, which obviously is where the clones are made. Yep. So, uh, I know story-wise and book-wise, they're not going there to destroy it. Um, 
or if they are, they're going to fail because in the story, uh, Emperor Palpatine chose to stop using clones. I forget the exact reason why, but it's not like Kamino was destroyed or anything. Okay. Um, gotcha. They pick up in the trailer. They pick up some like kid. I don't really know who that is yet. Uh, he's going to be at least a decent, decent sized character in the show. They showed him a lot in the trailer. Uh, I, I saw. Uh, I, <laughs> I noticed uh, Saul Guerrero was in it. Um, yep. Just yep. Very, from Rebels. I, yep. Yep. Very briefly. In Rogue One. Um, I loved it. I loved him in Rogue One. That was, and I was kind of saying earlier, I, I that was that was one of my favorite of the of the you know the the last three movies that we've seen or the last four, I guess, mm-hmm. if you had Rogue One. Um, I, I I thought Rogue One was the best of all of them, and you know I I thought. Um, I thought Saul Guerrero's character was great in that, and I'm excited to see him. I guess an animated form coming up here, um, here in the near future. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I also just like love the style, the animation style of the Clone Wars, and it's going to be the same for Bad Batch. So, I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm just excited for this show. I think it's going to be cool. They again, just another show that they have a lot of avenues and and opportunities to, to give us new stuff and, and bring in old stuff as well. So yeah, I, that's my prediction that I'm sticking with. I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> we're seeing Boba Fett. Okay. <laughs> so absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to see Boba Fett. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's really all I had on that. Um, yeah, me I, too. I, you know, I kind of, even, even in my, even in my little, you know, scratch notes here, I just have, you know, not done to report, but super excited. So um, mm-hmm. yeah. And that, I guess that can just roll us right into Kenobi, which I was, way too early referencing uh, if you're ready for that you want to go ahead and talk about that yes absolutely first of all we need to give a tremendously big as big as we possibly can happy birthday shout out to you and mcgregor himself happy birthday. mr hello there hello obi-wan there. Kenobi. it is his birthday today happy and birthday. the cast for his show was released yesterday so awesome stuff uh obviously he's gonna be in it uh, Hayden Christensen confirmed in it. Um, some other people, O'Shea Jackson Jr., who I think that's Ice Cube's son, right? Yes. Yeah, not sure exactly who he's going to be. Maybe a younger live-action Saul Guerrero. Honestly, he could be. Um, Ooh. Moses Ingram, I don't know exactly who she's going to be because they already have a live live-action Ahsoka cast. Yeah. So they obviously wouldn't change it up between shows. Kumail Nanjiani cracks me up. I love it. I know, dude. I don't know who he's going to be, but he's he's about to be in a new Marvel movie, Eternals. He got yoked for that. So I don't know who he's going to be in this, but he's an awesome actor. I love him. Uh, yeah, Game of Thrones star uh, Indira Varma is going to be in it. Um, I'm excited to see you know, what, what she's going to what she's got ready for us but she was great in game of thrones as what was her name uh oh my god who was it what was her name i don't know i've been i've only seen season one oh really it's a it's uh alaria sand alaria sand i think she's uh, her her uh her little partner or like husband i guess is you know i've ever heard of the mountain fight scene where the mountain like splits the dude's head in half Mm -hmm. okay so that's that is her uh, lover husband. And uh, gotcha. so, yeah, it's it's, you know, it's cool to see her in there because I thought she was fantastic in it. She's got the she's got the super fantasy kind of act down. She knows how, oh, to, yeah. you know, she you know, she's I think 
in Game of Thrones, she played, you know, she played somewhat of a warrior, warrior princess kind of uh, thing. You know, I'm sure the nerds that are listening right now are probably tearing me apart saying she was no warrior, but I, I don't know. Uh, that's how I remember her. I haven't seen, you know, that particular point in Game of Thrones in a long time. So, uh, right. but yeah, that's uh, another. Go ahead. Yeah. Another, another cool casting, uh, Joel Edgerton. I'm just going to assume that he's going to be uncle Owen. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's a softball. Uh, so I think yeah, we're gonna meet a lot of new characters, but obviously we're gonna get some old ones. There's no like children, so some big questions to ask about this show. Obviously, ten years after episode three, Luke Skywalker at this time just a ten year old boy. Yep. Are we gonna see him? Hayden Christensen confirmed in it. Are we gonna see him in flashbacks, or are we gonna see Darth Vader? Yeah, I, I, I'd love to see, I'd love to see Darth Vader. I'd absolutely, you know, I think it'd be awesome for him to, you know, for him, for us to get uh, Darth Vader. Um, one thing I did notice in some teaser kind of, you know, things is uh, another guy is Darth Maul. Um, you know, I've seen mm-hmm. like little couple little teasers here and there. Um, but if you would right. explain to me, because I can't really think of it off the top of my head. Isn't Darth Maul dead at this point? He's not. He's not. He's not. So okay. when does he die? Well, he died in Star Wars Episode One, Logan. That's right. Okay, gotcha. But then they That's brought him correct. back. Yeah, they brought him back in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, he got his legs cut off, but they he got like robot legs. He was like a spider for a little bit. Yeah. And then they gave him like kind of like General Grievous legs. Uh, he appears all the time in uh, Rebels. <laughs> quite a few times that's where he actually officially dies okay that's what um, i thought okay so Wars. that's yes. he's at the end of rogue one not rogue one he's at the end of solo um okay i didn't watch solo oh, he's definitely alive at this point. did you like solo I, I didn't have any like major gripes with it okay i just i, I don't know i didn't watch it and i think i should i kind of wish they didn't have him light up the lightsaber um they were going for the Rogue One, like, lightsaber at the end yeah. scene. And it just wasn't the same. It's not the same. I think he would have been plenty intimidating without it. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I really had no no problems with it. It was a fine, entertaining movie. Okay. I don't think it really tied anything together or answered any questions. So, I think it kind of flopped on that point, And that's why people don't like it. Okay. Gotcha. So who do you think? Yeah, I don't think it really gave us any information except how Han Solo got the Falcon. Which it's funny because um, Sung, Sung Kang, uh, do you, are you familiar with him? Uh, no. He played Han Solo uh, in the, I believe it was Tokyo Drift. Um, that was his name. Uh, yep. Hip, his, his, well, his, his alias, um, his alias in the movie was <laughs> his, is it was spelled H A N S E O U L like the capital of South Korea and then dash. Right. So, you know, it's pretty funny. Uh, I don't know if they did that on purpose, but he's already, you know, he's already played the name of a, of a Star Wars character. <laughs> that um, I just thought that was a, you know, dumb little tidbit that I, you know, picked up on in the videos I was watching about the, uh, about what was going to happen in this in this new show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who exactly would be Darth Maul, and maybe this is just again one of those things that that Disney does and has been doing. They don't 
they've been really solid about not letting things get out for these shows. Um, so honestly, I think we're going to see Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon in a, in a force ghost. Um, Hell yeah. Or maybe even just, just his voice talking to, to Obi-Wan. I don't think this show is going to be very action filled. If I'm being okay. quite honest, I think this is going to be a lot of well, it is Obi-Wan. a standalone storytelling kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it was, you know, mm-hmm. Hugh McGregor said it was in an interview. You know, he kind of said it's going to be a standalone story. Whether it goes anywhere is one thing, right. but it's right. It's a standalone I think it's going to be a lot of him, like like becoming the hermit in the desert, reflecting, yeah. like doing his thing in his exile, like learning how to accept his failure, and and yeah, maybe he runs into Darth Maul and stuff. And but that's why I think we're going to see Hayden as Anakin in flashbacks rather than the Darth Vader. And you know, I'm a sucker for flashbacks. And you know what, you know who I'm a, I'm a sucker for Hayden Christensen. I am absolutely a sucker for him, especially with the long hair. Can't lie to you. So is my wife. She's really, I I, I got a thing for sidekick characters with long hair, man. Oh, absolutely. Really? You are, you really do. You've got a, you've got a thing for, for Bucky with long hair. And then I got to admit, I do too. I, I guess I got to agree with you. I, I was against you at first, but seeing those flashbacks and my wife will disagree all day long. He looks good. He looks real yeah, good. I, I just have a thing for for edgy guys with long hair and attitude issues. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. Um, all Moses right. Ingram. Let's, let's wrap this one up. All right, it's getting it. weird. Let's, yeah, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Are you ready to, are you ready to wrap for the day? Yeah, definitely. Uh, closing thoughts from me, just a bunch of awesome stuff coming. Black Widow, uh, eventually. Uh, episode three coming out for Falcon and Winter Soldier Friday. Uh, we released this late because my fault, I was on vacation and I wasn't my fault too. capable of talking at the time. Uh, <laughs> Bad Batch coming out in May. So another thing coming out pretty soon. I, you'll come to find that we're big Star Wars fans as well. So Kenobi cast getting released. I love it. I love Obi-Wan. Can't wait to can't wait to see that. So just a bunch of good stuff coming in. It's a good time to be a nerd. Absolutely. It's a damn good time to be a nerd. Uh, yep. Uh, I'll, you know, I guess I'll, I'll go and close with, uh, I'm super excited to keep talking about this stuff. I'm, you know, and for our first transition episode, I'm super excited that, you know, we've started branching into our new topics and we can't wait to keep talking about them with you guys. So on that note, as Tommy mentioned at the beginning of the episode, hit all of our socials, New Era Nerds Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Tommy's been pretty active over there on TikTok. Uh, new underscore era underscore nerds underscore pod, or is it just new underscore era underscore nerds? It's just new underscore era underscore nerds. Right. Yeah, okay. we've been we've been posting some talks. Absolutely, some great great A quality talk memes. Um, and so yeah, go give us a shout on any of those. We're uh, you know I've been starting to do some deep dives into Reddit. So if you see me there, say hey. Um, you know we'd love to we'd love to chat with you and you guys giving us questions and you guys giving us theories and explanations gives us more to talk about. Um, and that's what you know that's what we're here for. We're the two voices that nobody asked for, but we're giving them. Um, so with that, I will go ahead and wrap us up. Tommy, I love you, buddy. Love you too, Logan.